Good job. Thanks. <laughs> kind of bullshitty on that, but okay. We well, go. you sounded good, bullshitter. Oh, All right. Welcome to the podcast, long. folks. It's two lonely boys in a canoe. I'm Chris Evans. That's Trevor Alstrom, also known as Gravel Shits and Gorgeous George. Today having us. Uh, today having us. Today joining us. We're having him. Gritty. It's Gradient. What's good? Hey, what up, y'all? <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be helping us out with some stuff, man. Hopefully, we'll get this uh, podcast produced a little bit uh, better. Uh, how do you feel, man? How's your day going? I feel solid. Uh, you know, we're just rolling into it gently, yeah, man. right? Getting, I don't know what to toes here. wet. Toes I ain't, wet. I ain't, uh, you can't credit me for the production of this yet. I'm just here as a guest, and then I'm going to move into... You are refining. a guest at the moment, but right. you're learning. You're learning right. and evolving. You're like AI, you know? Right. They, they talk about Skynet. It's more like this guy here. <laughs> Pretty much like I'm like Diddy meets Russell Simmons here. Kind of like <laughs> you ever seen you that? Guys, one of you is Biggie. You know what I'm saying? Well, I have the Biggie shirt, there so... You go. <laughs> You can meet. He's you producing wanna, the hell out of you, and he's making money off of your ass. Do you want to be Raekwon the chef? <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> I'm going to be Trick Daddy. <laughs> Trick loves the kids. <laughs> hey, Wu, hey, Wu-Tang Clan's for the children, right? <laughs> so they say. People might hear more hip-hop discussion on this shit just from Very me true. rolling up. Yep. Me rolling up. Been doing hip-hop in this community for 10 years. There good. you go, man. Yeah. 10 years deep. A decade. That's right. Well, I went to college for four, so I, should, I guess I did it around here for five or six years, roughly. You had to get an education. And now we, we, we pushing it harder and harder, baby. There you go, man. You know we out cheer. You got to push it hard. We pushing. I was just telling y'all, you know, like, <laughs> even just like, oh, being known as Gradient on this shit that I'm doing here. Is because I gotta put my name out there more, man. You got to have an outlet know. for your creativity, man. You can't keep this all boxed up. You gotta let your wings fly. You're a peacock flying into the sun over a rainbow. I love that from uh, the other guys, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's like, I'm a peacock flying into the sun, and then they're all like, it's so great, it's so great. <laughs> Peacocks have weird calls, by the way. I've heard them just go off. And if you're not used to peacocks, you don't know. It sounds like a murder scene is going on. Like it's a little unsettling in the rain, like in the fog, and then you just hear this weird wailing sound. Like what the fuck is that? And someone who's there is like, "That's just a peacock." Like what? The I don't fuck? know how many times I've heard a peacock. Dude, I've heard I've some peacocks. A, how about I've you, Grady? Peacocks going them. off. They have a. When you're not expecting it, it's it's weird. Yo, I gotta say the full extent of my peacock experiences. Totally confined to zoos. Yeah, okay. exactly. You don't just okay. see them strolling around and shit. Apparently, like places I've been at, there were peacocks around. So <laughs> like, it's even cool to see a zoo, uh, a peacock roaming around, around around the peacocks. Yeah. Okay, I Trevor's saw one like near the bathrooms and shit. Oregon State, Oregon Zoo. Trevor's just like walking around in a zoo. He's like, look at all these peacocks. I wonder where they came from. <laughs> no. I, there, when I lived in Sacramento once, there was a spot I lived at. A neighbor had a fucking peacock. And then when I was in Humboldt, there was a couple places I was at, some pot farms I was on, where there were fucking peacocks. It was God weird. Damn. But I mean, I've just been attracting the peacocks. been peeacocking. What the fuck? <laughs> that's, how, the, that's how we roll here. Peacocks. That's where the, the first fuck topic. are the feathers? You gotta have a collection of these things. 
Where are your peacock Dude, that feathers? Was, that was years ago. I moved multiple times. This guy doesn't even keep one peacock feather. No, he was I talking didn't. like they were on every street corner. They were selling not, things at the no, bodegas. Yeah, it was raining peacocks. I just was looked up and ah, peacock to the face. I mean, that's what was going on. We anyway. do have an egg shortage right now, so it'd be funny if we go to roll up to the grocery store like ostriches <laughs> for some eggs, and they're like, "We do have a dozen peacock eggs." For <laughs> I would try that, of course. Who the fuck wouldn't try peacock eggs? Peacock eggs with some Cholula. Velociraptors awesome. figured it out before humans. Man, eggs are delicious. <laughs> yes, you're right. Velociraptors are definitely on it. <laughs> so the thing is, we can talk about dinosaurs, but the reality is, they never existed. It's like Those the earth is flat, man. They're to test our to test our to test our faith. Yes, I've heard that, and that is mind blowing to me. Like, what the fuck? I mean, if all those bones didn't <laughs> exist, you know, if all those Your skeletal 6, remains, years old. if all these bones yeah. didn't go together so damn well, <laughs> just building things. That's just Satan being sneaky. That's all that is. Hey, he's really good at it. These motherfuckers ain't walking around now, so who could have put him here? It could have been some crazy guy. <laughs> it could have been fucking Gary Coleman, who turns out to be a time cop. And what plants, you talk about, Willis? And plants <laughs> dinosaurs to test our faith. I mean, I don't know. What you talking about, everybody? <laughs> I feel bad for Willis in that equation. Oh, Willis, seems he, he's always it's always alleged that he's unclear in the things he's oh, discussing. Of course, yeah. You imagine in his in his real actual it could life be that he's actually very uh, you know appropriately yeah, clear what he's talking. But do you imagine well in your personal guy. life, bro? Like when people be like, well understood, Willis. <laughs> well understood, Willis. That would be a whole thing. Well, right. when people want to talk shit to you, they go. What you talking about, Willis? And he's like a 40-year-old man. He's like, motherfucker! <laughs> like, that's his one thing. You don't say that to him. He's like, what you talking about, Willis? Otherwise, ah! like, you could be having education, having a talk in, like, the Bulgarian education system in the 1960s, and all of a sudden, like, well, shut up, Willis, and then... There's a hundred ways you could averse that question. What the fuck is wrong with yes. you? <laughs> Willis, how is the certain conditions that you live in how are they affecting you right now in this time and place? Better. Not good. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, All right, Trevor, what do we got on the old says, agenda, man? Very Welcome to the podcast, folks. Down. We're Peacocks off the rails. And we're 730. Jealous. That's it. Seven minutes and 30 seconds. I didn't know you guys had rails. Yeah. I just listened. And well, we're the train spikers as well. We have a yeah. ton oh, of nicknames. Oh, wait, we got to get to the news. That's, 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 what, gonna, that's what it is, That's though. the first Damn, thing. We're no, working I'm on it. Hold on, Grady. In... So I do. Reality. I do. Yes. I do write everything down in a notebook. Hopefully, you can read my handwriting. Dude, that's actually really solid handwriting. Very nice. Thank Very you. Very nice. Thank you. So I mean, the pages look raggedy as shit. That's the. the that's the part that conveys serious. He doesn't keep vibes. his notebooks. He doesn't keep his notebooks well. <laughs> Only I actually love it. Only on Saturday. Trevor's notebooks have stories. He's like, you don't know the things we've been through. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so actually, we do intro and then we do news next. So, first thing we introduce Gradient. So, local news. Actually, Gradient, would you like to add something to local news? You're there. Very oh, savvy of the... He's local. The word on oh, the street. Man, the beat man, of the street. Man, we got fucking recall elections going all over the place as a method of trying to get people out of office. And there's a Even just locally? Yeah. We had one locally that I'm saying is part of like... 
Like the city? A, a larger movement, yes. I would say. No, it is. It's definitely a, na- it's a national Brown movement. It's a national movement. Oh, yeah. I think people it's, are going to do it for Tina Cook. When, well, I, I, when I moved hilarious. here, people. I never heard so many people shit talk a governor. Mind you, I came from California, yeah. the land of Gray Davis and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jerry yeah. Brown twice. And I moved up here and, like, fuck A. Brown, she's a cunt. Da, 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 da. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I'm sure she's not great, but. The amount of like, if I ever see her in a grocery yeah, store, that I'm, bitch is about to eat it, and it's like, what? I'm gonna fucking throw her head in a in a fucking wood chipper, like, what the fuck? And it's like, I'm so passionate Damn. about politics. It doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong. Murder is the only but answer. Most of the jobs are crazy because I I love politics, and I am almost like, as you guys know, don't even fucking want to like, because I go on podcasts sometimes as like a person who is like. Hello, look at me. Yeah, like, let me share my opinions. And for yeah. now, you just happen to ask me local news. There was a fucking recall election in town, and they filled the vacancy, and now they, the city Thank council you. has eight people on it again. Yeah. That's what I think of as being a bit of local news. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, other shit. No, that's, that's well, good. Well, I think it's nuts right that if, okay, let's say you're playing a game, right? Football or whatever. You know, you're playing a game with the people in the fucking community. This is Jigsaw? Want to play a game? <laughs> I, love, but, I loved Saw. Yeah, Saw yes. was pretty nice. Yes. We go into it how Saw is just a fucking uh, Home Alone. That's a really a we had an idea. Topic. We had an idea. That's really a bonfire We had an idea topic. of a white girl trap where, where it was Starbucks, Starbucks. And we get all these chicks and be like, Ooh, we would be like free Wi-Fi and biscotti cookies, and they would fucking flock. <laughs> and then we, we, they would be trapped. Adele CDs. Yes, Adele CDs. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Fucking muffins. Dude, muffins and fucking Avril Lavigne. Like, all the things. Well, Which maybe- is also funny, because with Adele, I found that in my life, like, black men love Adele. Fucking everybody gets weepy with Adele. So it's not just white girls. It's fucking- well, black men like Adele for different reasons. But <laughs> <laughs> everybody likes a chubby white girl. Anyways. Damn you know, so like I was saying. <laughs> Sorry. Like the most saying. opposite person of a white girl you could think of. Still fucking with some of the, you know, rumor has it. Or some, some set fire. Yeah, there's probably a guy that's beaten off to that song. Anyways, I'm sorry. Right. Go back okay. to your story. Uh, I just think it's nuts how these motherfuckers are basically playing a game in the community that they live in. And they lost. You know, they lost the game. And so instead of saying, eh, fuck it, I lost, I'll run again, you know. Like most politicians do. Right. They're like, nope, this is where we take our stand because we're losing in every other venue. <laughs> fucking the Goonies. Our time. Our time now. Well, they like, have bro. nobody speaking in the fucking house right now. This is bouncing to national news. Right. The fucking Republicans keep trying to have a Speaker of the House vote, and the dude that he was supposed to be the incumbent or whatever, right. he keeps getting downvoted, <laughs> so yeah. he doesn't Kevin have McCarthy. enough of the votes yeah, to fucking s- to take the seat. And the, the best part yeah. of this is, this motherfucker moved his stuff into the office. Like, when Nancy Pelosi <laughs> left, he was like, I'm moving all my shit he assumed, like, oh, yeah, man. He's like, oh, they're all going to back me. And, and half of them are like, yeah, I don't know, bro. And there's another guy, guy that keeps getting more votes than him, and they won't recognize him yet. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. That's wild. When you talked about people that just deny elections and shit, I think it's Carrie Lake in Arizona. She ran for governor. Yeah, I've heard of her. I'm looking for her tweet right now. What she's where she said it, but just like it just it's not about the election specifically, but it was basically some weirdo like shit about um, American exceptionals, of course. And basically, she was like, 
we should all remember how exceptional we are. And she says, the blood of the founding fathers flows in our veins. <laughs> you literally said that. Like, all, of our, all of our veins. Right, all of us. All Every of us, single all the, last yeah, exactly. a Native American that's like, what the fuck? So, I just, so yeah. if you're Vietnamese, Nigerian, doesn't matter. If you move here... But, like, yes. you have to laugh to keep from, um... You didn't get that on your citizenship test? No. They didn't prick your finger and give you the no. blood of, you know, no. <laughs> I know I'm a white guy, but I'm not I'm not English at all. Like, I'm not... You imagine if that was the thing? all the Nazis, though, that read that shit, the, the neo-Nazis, and they're like, yeah, yeah she said the blood blah, of... Blah, blah, you know, blah, like, blah. Oh, the, yeah. the Beyond Dog Whistle, like, it's just, like, so fucking crazy. So, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's a fucking crazy Republican, <laughs> and Joe Biden just agreed on something. They both said the Republicans are acting fucking stupid. Yeah. So I was like, well, here, there we go. Right. We're making some ground. You yeah, know, well, at least people realize, no, of again, course, and, of and course. McCarthy said that she would, he would give, her, give them to her. Yo, this Which, chick of course, is he would do nuts. that because she's like fucking, <laughs> she does have that, a lot of that crazy energy. You know what I mean? Like she has crazy not, white not, girl. Not energy. a crazy amount of energy. Like crazy white girl energy. energy. So what you're whatever saying? ability white women have to fucking. So argue you're saying a point. she would be a fun lay. She would be no, a fun not, wild, not a wild all. night. No. She's the chick that ruins you your think? life before you fuck her, and then while you're fucking her, she reminds you how you're ruining your life, and then after you're done, she ruins your life, and you're like, ah, I should have never <laughs> messed with this one. That's why you have alcohol and weed, and you just forget about your mistakes. I don't drink anymore, asshole. Well, then you just smoke a lot and listen to enough. Bro Right albums and you'll be fine. Hey man, we can't listen to that. <laughs> People are gonna think we're gay. <laughs> no, we can't be in a circle with us to red. Oh yeah. man. That's a perfect time for me to get out ahead of, of some shit. Where you're talking about fucking and someone being a good lay. People anybody who fucking stumbles upon this from my previous content, I am sorry for the fucking hard turn that they are experiencing. Exactly. <laughs> Not because I'm ashamed to be here, because I was talking to you guys earlier. A safe space for jokes, a safe space for comedy. Yes, of I. Well, if you can't do it in your house, left, man, I don't know where else. Because they are important, of course. But you got to be able to have them. And podcasts generally are not fucking forced on other people. No, you know, no. Chance, you yeah, have you to go out of your to way to listen. Honestly, you're right. It's it's not like if you turn on a podcast you don't want to hear, you turn it off immediately, right? And I, you, if someone's trapped in a car listening, yeah. you don't want to. That'd be terrible. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're trapped. We'll find Worst you. We're, we're on a Take search and rescue Take now, out. Trevor. Let's go. We're going to find this this trapped snowburden person. <laughs> I met this nice man on Tinder. Yeah. He just wanted to take me on a three-hour road drive at night. Oh, a three-hour do tour. Don't do it, miss. Three-hour tour. We're telling you right now, ladies, don't do it. He's weird. By the way, Danny DeVito from Always Sunny is Frank Reynolds. He's your he's your chaperone driver, and you're going to be spreading blood, and he's going to offer you an egg in these trying times. That's what's going to happen. I think that uh, you're... you're Peacock egg. I think you're completely yes. right about that, though. Dude, um, I, I feel like peacock is going to be the might be ostrich a theme egg. The <laughs> Ostrich and peacock birds. I listened to a few of your episodes. Yeah. There was no warning for me on how many hand pounds I would get from fucking. <laughs> <laughs> really? I am telling you, it's an entire thing. I've I'm had sorry. this conversation I'm with sorry. him. I've had to limit his fist bumps per Brady, day. I'm stuff. sorry, like fist bumps. I'm telling you, it's, it's a, a real thing. It's an addiction oh. I have. I oh. have a. I'm Every sorry. time you do Trevor it, it's a real thing. He, he loves they're positive affirmations. No, I feel that they're positive you know, affirmations. I've probably earned not as many as you've given, but like he, it's it's like something. a it's like a high five, man. It's it's the one thing that if you do it too much, it starts to lose uh, its meaning. But if you do it at the right times, it's perfect. Every maybe, time. Maybe Once we get this shit on video, like you guys are wanting me to help you with. Yep. Um, that's gonna be hilarious. Like yep. that's gonna that like keep yeah. it up. And no, of course. You're not doing it for the camera because you've been nope. doing it. 
Yep, we're already now, doing what do you it. Think about it? <laughs> we're living the dream, man. This started out a year ago, and now yeah. we're here. A little 68 less, in. Little less yeah. yeah, we started in February, I think. No, we started in May. Something like that. We started in May. I started start getting for, sober in February. So, but in May we we started. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I loved what you were saying though earlier about how people always want a safe space. Well, interestingly enough, the world isn't one giant safe space. There's a lot of danger in the world. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of worse things, I think, than bad words. Unfortunately, bad words do lead to some bad things. But it's not as bad as a motherfucker rolling up in your house with a bunch of guns and making you do all sorts of bad things. You know, so... We don't talk enough about badly made words. Yeah. Like wedding. Terrible day. dictionaries. Who made that word? That's worse than... What about, what about hoobastank? When, Wednesday? <laughs> what about <laughs> hoobastank? Wednesday is, is, is terrible. I agree. It's worse than goop. I will say... We almost, we almost had a call mediation tank. Yes. No, of course. Man. Yeah. Dude, yes, I Asian tank. No, not at all, bro. <laughs> God damn it, but, man. You don't understand the solid power of a tank. They're built but, that way for a reason. I do agree. Wednesday is a terrible word. There there are some words where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, doe is spelled like D-O-E from a female deer, but if it's doe as in, like, for food, it's D-O-U-G-H. Like, but the English language, it's weird. D apostrophe O-H. The, well, the, that, that, some of the weird shit thing, I do feel sorry if people want to learn the English language because it makes no goddamn sense because we've melded so many languages and words that it what are you telling me Trevor we built a country on uh, stealing from everybody else and then we called it our own <laughs> Chris we built this city we built this city on rock and roll I'm sorry <laughs> Detroit That's how... bro it's Detroit. Detroit Rock Dude, City let's go Jefferson Starship with an yes. offshoot of yes. airplane yes, yes. from the 60s Starship. they did White Rabbit they yep. changed they like, so radically they used to like, tour a lot with, uh, with uh, uh, just, Grateful Dead I would give you a fist bump if you called me on it I was even like fist bump but now I'm sorry asshole him on it. Call him on it because longer. if if you don't, he'll continue to abuse the power. I'm like being on fist bump timeout. Feel like a mad five year old. Like fuck all of you. Well, Trevor, you can take your mad five year old self and you can find out what's the next topic. Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta bring talk. a soundboard in. We fucking that was a hardcore like air horn moment or something. Yes. At no, least. and that's something else we're trying to work on. Uh, sounds. We want uh, sound effects. And yeah. we do silly sounds, but a mixing board or something. You know, we can definitely look into that. Again, we're, yeah, we're trying like to get an, uh, video. iPhone even that has yes. fucking... We've been having to work... Sometimes we'll just randomly say weird shit. And then we're kind of focused on topic, comedy, and, you know, watching and stuff. Like, but we need somebody to help us with the third party stuff. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, Sound I effects. That. Maybe looking some shit up. Yeah. You know, fucking banter. Well, banter and such. Banter. Elf banter. in the room. Mm-hmm. A, it's like a Jamie thing, right? Like Jamie. JR, if you, JRE, right? Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh. His guy is Jamie, and he's always I like, don't know. Jamie. I can't stand Joe Rogan, there you bro. Go. Well, he, then he's not an elf those... in the room because only I was the one who Dude, knows about it. Dude, he's a weird guy. So, he's a weird guy. He's cool. Very Joe, cool dude. Joe Rogan's a, a cool guy. guy. He's an elk hunter. He's a he's a bad. He's he was he's trained in martial arts. He's really good at taekwondo. Like I respect he, that. He, uh, he's he, done some badass shit. Fear Factor. Fear Factor yes. was, was that's from, how I'm I remember. Yeah, I'm so, 32. I'm right? 32. Fear Factor. Yeah. I remember him doing UFC commentating in the early in the early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. Did you but, see Joe Rogan fight on Fear Factor? 
that uh, yes. clip? Yeah, the video? Yes. <laughs> so there was a guy that was getting out of line on Fear Factor, and Joe Rogan was, you know, he's a younger, a younger he's guy. He's trying to be right? reasonable, yeah. though. And, and he was being very nice. Um, like, but the guy was being ridiculous, and eventually it's just him and Joe Rogan fighting, and it's like videotaped for like 45 seconds. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, because nice. you don't get to see Joe Rogan fight that much. Joe you know, Rogan you get to see him about. train. No, you see you him don't. train him. But like Joe well, Rogan funny. has one of the hardest recorded kicks. Like yeah. when he kicks, it sounds literally like a gunshot. Well, I wouldn't like take a, a swipe at him, you know? Like no. I wouldn't do my He's crazy. a badass little you man. You guys are fucking <laughs> on his fucking nuts way more than I expected. Yeah, yeah man. You'd we be fire. First brought him up. We fire. He switched up mad fast. Yeah. He's a funny dude in the sense that like if you were on his podcast, you you'd probably have a great story to tell. Hell yeah! I remember there was a little bit of a time in there where I could I could tell some weird, like not like you know like the Elon stands. There's also like some like Rogany Stanny. I feel like it's not as in fashion, but like let's say three or four years ago, a lot of people were like, people just need to have the debate, bro. Be willing to engage with like you know like yeah. certain like people that were like he's actually just like so open minded and like sure. you know he's the most amazing. Joe Rogan and, uh, does nothing but say okay. Yeah. And he says, that's cool. Or he'll go, and he goes, huh. Yeah. Or he does this one. He goes, damn, isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's another one he does yeah. a lot of. Yeah. Like, Mine is people suck. That's what I say yeah. a lot of. He'll I do say a good job suck. when he analyzes like a fight. Like, oh, he's doing a dark choke. But you're right. When he's just talking, he'll just agree and he's then keep basic. the person to just keep going. I feel like in like 2006 or 70, I see a video going viral once in a while like, Joe Rogan explains the world and how psychedelics are and monkeys mm. are and I'm yes. just there was yeah. some weird like wow he's so amazing and he is no. like, Joe Rogan found a, a niche uh, community yeah. in the podcasting community and he got very famous because of his platform which was MMA slight comedy and the fact that people knew him from fucking fear and he managed to get really good guests which is and, which and is cool his thing is he has experts. a pool from from his phone yes. that motherfucker's got people on speed yeah, dial he is, just he like, has, I want to get a hold of so and so he has experts anywhere from astrology to fucking woodworking like any subject Duncan you think of Russell, fucking yeah he knows Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson this motherfucker calls yeah. up anybody yeah. he wants from Neil deGrasse Tyson to George St. Pierre he can just make a phone Bill call Nye, he gets scientists yeah. he gets fucking cartel members Actually, I've, I've been enjoying Bill Maher's podcast mm. Club Random he's interesting and I feel like one overlap is they both will get like Bill Maher is rock stars that no one wants to talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah, yeah, he's, old for hours. he's old school exactly it's so, funny with Bill Maher because he was very um, niche for his time where he was like, I'm an edgy comic and blah, 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 blah. Right. I say the things right. that you wish you could say, blah, and blah, then blah, blah, time blah. And now time, on. like rock, it just doesn't age yeah. well, man. Yeah. You can't be an edgy comic forever. Like, George Carlin was one of the very few fucking, you know, he did it forever and it worked. Well, I mean, it's George Carlin. Like, I'm, George sure, I'm sure like Carlin. you, like we all grew up loving like George Carlin and certain comics. So you're like, what the fuck? But he, the problem is if, if we show love to people by giving them our time and attention, I feel like we just did five minutes on Rogan. Yeah. And now we're going to do like 20 seconds on Carlin. We yeah, can move on. Very <laughs> That's sad because okay. Carlin deserves better. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. not going to like. But we didn't start on. We didn't start on George we Carlin. News. We ended up on. All right, I'll give That's you. True. Let me yeah, throw it. Let me throw a George Carlin there. quote that I like. Okay, so never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. Yeah, George Carlin. I, I grew up definitely watching stand up of George Carlin, like when he talks about there being too many people or the issues of religion. Yeah, he was definitely ahead of his time. So Joe Rogan. Man. Not as cool as George Carlin. Sorry. He got a Deal payday, though. That motherfucker did get a payday. $150 million. 
Fuck. From Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Stupid the only money. other person I can think of getting that's getting a Chappelle money. <laughs> I think it was even i know the only oh, person dude, i think like of getting loss. that pay that is like, like howard stern when he re-signed back yes, in the day when howard serious. stern it was at the time yeah, at the time yeah. it was one of the biggest re-signings well, when, he, about it. when he got re-signed he didn't want to go with his company because they weren't offering him and that's when he eventually ended up at Sirius. and it was when the whole well, internet thing fuck and stuff yep yeah yep again Again, you be edgy. <laughs> yeah, I remember riding. Actually, my, the, the times that I've listened to full Howard Stern interviews and episodes has been when he's had ICP on. He used to have ICP <laughs> whoop, whoop. on actually often. And have you seen Ninja? their movies? They're funny. ICP movies? Yes. yes. Oh, we've seen both of them. Big Money Hustlers yes. and Rustlers. Yes. No. <laughs> you deserve two fist bumps right now, but I'm on timeout. I'll but. give you one. Boom. <laughs> we actually did movie reviews on both of those. Okay, yeah, we did. I'm gonna you say guys this. Definitely remember this character from Wrestlers because he was so annoying. I'm the foot, bitch. I'm the foot. Episode about that. We did a whole episode where we talked about it. We we. I'm the foot, bitch. We did Bigfoot Wrestlers for movie first week. The next week, did Big Big Money Hustlers. The next week, I got a George Carlin quote real quick. George Carlin dancing Hustlers for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) One more George Carlin quote, and then we're back on track. Fucking uh, stop being so funny. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. Right. It's a good one. That Who said that? One. George Carlin. Carlin. Oh, that's right. Carlin, bro. Sorry. That is a good quote. All right. Back on news. Okay. <laughs> so I can do a real quick we uh, real quick one on World War II about Russian soldiers using cell phones to track soldiers. Of course, man. Through the, through the technology of today, and man, of course, you can't not know where the enemy is. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're texting people. You know, they're using their cell phones to call people and, and you know, organize stuff, call the family oh. home. So when you see that light up, you're going to say, yeah, there's a patch of them right there. I'm sending some missiles that way. Yeah. There you go. Very simple. Right. But this guy knows more than the, about war than the generals do. <laughs> it's funny. A lot of the generals are just old and delusional, and those are guys that also were like... Well, I bet they in have KGB that. with Putin back in the 70s and 80s, it's like, bro, it's the Cold War's over. Like... <laughs> Give it up. Well, the Soviet Union have, died in 91. Like, let I bet it die. they have that conversation. <laughs> They're still like, <laughs> Well, it, it kind of almost reminds me of like the German sentiment and Austrian sentiment where after World War One, they definitely did get the shaft of the Treaty of Versailles. Mm. And they having to pay all He's this stuff. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. And I'm just talking about Russia. When you're just <laughs> completely blamed for a giant world war, I could definitely see where it made a lot of people in an economy that suddenly got ruined. Very bitter, and then when this very, you know, inspirational guy from Austria that was in the war, and he's got a this this funky little mustache, mustache, and he's he's very excited he's very, when he talks. He's very cool. There's a he's, lot of disaffected people that could be like, oh, this is the fucking guy. And Putin maybe isn't at that level, but Putin is definitely trying to rekindle an older flame, a flame, <laughs> something that died. Flame. <laughs> Yeah, and trying like, to read. We did not yeah. lose. We went colder, so cold that we almost lost. But now it's time. We went sub zero. So, yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't have another gambit, bro. He's an old guy, and he just wants to he take wants over to a country. Out. But it just yeah. doesn't work that way anymore. He's to go so he's, he's fighting a, a losing battle at this point. But he, he's notorious now. Like he'll be in history now. Like what he did. And he that's, will that's what he studied. Not and that's what he wanted. And in a hundred years, like kids will be reading about Putin. Yeah, but all, for all the wrong really reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like he will, and that's definitely true in history. I, I don't want to 
not to, to minimize that, but aren't we all a little bit more and more part of history now? Like, this podcast is part of history. Of it's true. Obviously, the significance of him will be studied and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what's going to be on the mind of kids in 2100, 2200, 2500. Yeah. They might give no shits Very about possible. our era, because we don't know shit about things from 200, nope. 300 years ago. No. Nope. And humans give up on fucking learning shit after they we think def- they've learned it all. We definitely have a goldfish memory like, when it comes to, like... Oh, this isn't in my my realm. I'm gonna ignore. Like I've even met kids who are like, you know, like who's you, Jimi you Hendrix? Don't belong or, in this realm. Yeah, Get so out of we this definitely realm. have Nirvana. the gold. classic rock. Yeah, that's classic rock now, which is crazy because I remember hearing it in the '90s when it was like he had just died. It was more recent. Hitting you with those classical rock hits of the '90s. Yeah, when Here's I heard Alice in Chains. Yeah. it's like what? That made me feel old, being a 32 year old man. Like, like Lane oh. Stanley died a few years ago. When, right? when, when like Corn and Rage Against the Machine makes classic rock, like I will feel old. You know what makes like, me feel really old? It. The Beastie Boys. The Beastie yes. Boys remind me how old I am all the time. Yeah, and they Beastie weren't Boys. big when I was a kid, but now that I listen to them, I'm they're, like, they're 60 something. Yeah, one yeah, of the guys just died. Too. Look at old as fuck on stage for at least twenty years. Yeah, Beastie Boys. God but I do like it, how they man. went from punk to hip hop. I don't like being, feeling old, man. The, Let's I move think on. The, most, the, the latest <laughs> song in their career that is like kind of as good as a lot of their early, early shit is "Check to Check It Out." Mm-hmm. Check it out. To check it out is is like the last hit that I think kind of belongs from the Five Burrows album. What you want, yes. man? What you another want? One, another good the one. hot sauce committee was gonna be a thing, and it had too many rappers with Nas, yep. which was an okay cut. Yeah, but but check it out is the only one that that can live up. to Nas, the, shout the out! He's probably one of the best rappers ever. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Nas. Man. New York State of Mind. That's what introduced me to Nas. Well, when everybody was, was like, "Who are was like, you with, Jay Z or Nas?" I'm like. Obviously, the dude that raps better, and Nas. they're like, "Well, Jay Z's got a bigger following," and it's like, "I guess I would go I mean, Nas." And um, I'm as, as yeah, you probably figured out, I'm, yeah. I'm more of a metalhead myself. Punk rockers in the cool. scene all time, but that's exciting because I'll learn more from you. Yep. So if you teach me a lot he of hip hop, definitely want to I can teach from I can you. teach you a lot of metal and, and punk rock because I've been in the scene and a lot of underground shit that the average Joe Trevor had a jacket. I had a jacket, but I gave it to a younger <laughs> punk rock guy who's like. Hey, you're too old and fat for the jacket now, Trevor. Give it to me. <laughs> and I had—I can show you a picture. Is he sad? Like I had 17 years in there. Like I had been in fights in the jacket. I had fucked in that jacket. Like I had done some serious life shit in that jacket. But it was and time I, to I inherited on to, on to, to the next, to the next generation. That's next what I literally rockers. did. Before we get too far past Nas, I was thinking of yes. the way to cut in with the quickest. Like version of the fun thing that happened to me with Nas. Sure. I was at a Nas concert. A few songs in, my phone was stolen out of my pocket. Oh no! And I was not bummed. That's yeah. how good the Nas concert was. Of course, was. man. You wow. just kept move go- on. Kept going, yeah. and I knew that that's that phone was was not gonna be yeah. in my pocket anymore. But at the end, a bunch of people there were phone cases left on the ground. Of course. Outdoor dirty ass show. Yep. And uh, a, a bunch of other around. a bunch of other people had had their phones stolen, yep. and then. Great place to steal as a crowded yeah. show, yeah. you know. But you think of it like this: in the grand scheme of things, what's it—a two hundred dollar phone, something like that? Hopefully, um, but you're at a fucking amazing show that you may never be at again, and you're getting to see a great group or a great mm-hmm. fucking performance. So yeah. fuck that phone, man. Yeah. Fuck that fucking yeah. phone. Well, that, well, that's the power of those awesome shows, peak experiences yes. in life, those live music moments. They, they because you realize you. how stupid a phone is in that yeah. moment. You're just like, why when did most I need days, it? Your phone is your most and I think that that's when when you're having a real moment that's when the true you comes out right. like you put all that you know ego and fucking this is who I think I am type of shit behind you you're like 
this is a moment for me right now out of every moment in the world you know and and i love this that shows because a lot of people feel like that at that moment it's like this is amazing but you it's, have, it's right. pretty interesting. Yeah. You guys have probably never been to an event with a, with Yonder bags. Yonder is like a company, what so it's Y O N D R. I've heard of them, but it's those. I it's the, you put I your know. phone in a bag. Yes, so and you can't take your phone out of the yes, bag. They but lock you them keep up. it on you so yeah. that you're not worried about your phone is with someone so else. What is yep. the, just All to keep it does you from is using? You turn your phone off, and yeah, yeah, it keeps you from using. That's literally yeah. it. And you can't. They open use it them up. at Dave Chappelle shows because he Comedy doesn't want shows. his stuff right. uh, recorded oh, and put out. Oh, right. I should have heard of like the yes. White, Jack White, Jack White, the yes, White Stripes. Exactly. I was about to say that. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's exactly right. So I shouldn't have used yeah. a stupid corporate name. I should just no. Like, and and you know those phone, those bags they put your phone. That why that well, Jack White would be like okay. Yeah. When yeah. you yeah. say yonder bags, it made me think of Dave Chappelle because on the podcast I listen to a lot. They're comedians that talk about comedians, and nice. they were like how Dave Chappelle puts all of his phones in bags because he doesn't want his stuff out there in. Instantly. That's well, the problem with media is like, yeah, you're working out jokes as a comedian. And if you well, have... wants his special to have a good release. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, like, having that power is pretty interesting because the company makes money. The the people usually enjoy it more because they're not fucking with their phones constantly. In mass, so, I'm sure it actually yes. is better. Yes. Even though individuals Put the phones are probably away, like, people. Mm. Put the phones away unless you're listening to the Two Lonely Boys podcast. Now, now turn it up. <laughs> Trevor. Let's get on it, man. We have been sidetracked. It's been hilarious, though. It's been one week since you booked me. Two weeks since I was sorry. Anyways, Chuck it the Chinese, the Chinese chicken. Street Sharks. Weird Albert. Jerry Springer. Yes. So we're talking about, real quick, do you remember the show Street Sharks? No. From the 90s, from 95. This would be good, though. Sorry, I was two. Yes. Well, 95. I never caught up with it later. Yeah. No, Street Sharks. So it was a. I remember Street Smarts, which was a cool. Interesting. Game show. So it was a cartoon show that came out in 95 that was pretty much riding the wave Um, of. No pun intended, Street Sharks wave. (laughs) But, anyways. Riding the wave of the Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles. There were a lot of shows in the 90s. There was a slew of shows that were like... You had like kids that had some mutant shit happen to them. And they had these crazy abilities. I mean, now it's commonplace with superheroes. Spider-Man but in the 90s, this specifically, it was animals. Like, there was a bunch... Another show where like... Kids had like Animorphs. Animorphs, Animorphs yes. was another one. Yes. Oh, I know that was books, wasn't it too? Yeah, it was, it was books. a book series. It was book correct. series. <laughs> but it was. <laughs> but at the time, there was a whole fucking I love trend the book of fair. <laughs> oh man! I want a seven dollar pencil. Oh, Scholastic can get it. I'm just waiting for like a, a Scholastic. If Scholastic, Scholastic was a woman, <laughs> yeah. I remember one one time at a Scholastic book fair, they gave away free fucking Captain Underpants books. I was so goddamn excited as a kid to like get like a free Captain Underpants book with a fliperama. When you're like a young boy and you have like a cartoon where this dude in underwear runs around and fights. Like crazy robots <laughs> and he, toilets. He fought it's amazing when he you're like adults. a young boy. Like it's the best thing ever. So Street Sharks was a show that rode off of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But what ended up happening was they had a spin on their own thing where the sharks were teenagers that basically were getting science experimented yes. on by their fucking crazy uh, that worked, scientists that worked with their that father. worked with their dad. Yeah. So the scientist kidnaps the father. The kids get turned into sharks. <laughs> They're given and this this magic serum. Basically, they are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but shark. 
and, and they're they, able to burst through concrete. They eat concrete. That's they can the literally, best ability in the world. They eat giant, concrete like, and they humanoid, swim They're these giant humanoid shark, sharks with arms and legs. They're they fucking can, built. They've been yeah. in the gym sharking it up. Yeah, they look like fucking Ronnie <laughs> Coleman from fucking The Bodybuilder or some shit. They look, or look like World's Strongest Man, like half Thor, like just, and they can just rip through concrete. Yep. But you hear them talking like, "What's up, bro?" And they fucking there's eat a lot twenty of hamburgers puns. all the time. There's, a, it's there's like, a, it's a lot so of shark talk. It's like endless. What the, what the fin you talking about? Yeah, what the know? fin you talking about? <laughs> Man, after we do all this crazy shit, we definitely have a great tale to say. And then they like wave. One of the guys waves his tail above his legs. You're like, oh, I just love God. one of the only classic good. cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, hell yeah. One of the only good TV show censorship replacement f words to me. One of the only times it's been used effectively is in the Good Place. You watch that show? I don't think so. Okay, mm. well, there's a whole bit about how they're supposedly like in heaven, and uh, you can't say fuck. That's not heaven. My iteration of it won't make it funny, but they every time she tries to say fuck, it comes out as fork. And, uh, and the, it just ends up be actually being, it works as a bit. Yeah, no, it uh, sounds funny because you imagine trying to curse and the frustration from not being able to curse. <laughs> well, can I spoil the good place for you guys? Do it. Fucking the good thing about this show. It's a good place to spoil skip it. Skip forward 30 seconds. <laughs> people who don't want the good place spoiled uh, is, oh, now I got to keep it within 30 seconds. Fuck, we can't be talking about it 31 seconds beyond what I said. Do it. Do this it. This is my brain, you guys. <laughs> um, it's simply that they all th think that they died and went to, you know, their version of heaven, and it's, it seems super well catered to them. Turns out, actually, that they're kind of, like, in hell instead. Sure. And you realize all the ways that they were, oh, yeah, this all went really shitty because it was actually designed to as a plan for the new way that the universe would, and God would punish people. No, of course, man. you got to find a way to punish those people. You guys have been bad. We know you fucking people out there. You're doing a bunch of bad things. We're going to catch you. We're coming for you, time cop style. And we're coming everywhere. All over the place. There yeah. was a movie. Did you guys see that sci-fi Justin Timberlake movie? About time. It's called, like, In Time. It's called In Sync, man. He was in a group. And they took all of his money. No, I do remember, though, when that came out, but I never saw it. But he was literally like a time cop. He was literally a time cop. That's what he did. He went around time. And Bruce like, Willis is a time cop in another movie. He shoots people. That's a whole That's a whole theme. Well, <laughs> he shoots people for gold bricks. Justin Timberlake's trying to do, like, a sweet dance move and talk to some lady. Whereas Bruce Willis is just going to be like, Bang. I can't take Justin Timberlake serious because I saw him in that movie Alpha Dog, and oh, yeah. it's a movie about it? murdering a child. <laughs> it's a movie what? about a bunch of kids really? that yeah. Really? Well, it's That's a movie it. about well, a bunch of kids that watch Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, a great movie. movie. But Alpha Dog's about here. We can do this for the movie review. Alpha Dog is about um, a kid that is selling drugs in Cali, and he's a small-time weed and, and coke dealer. Um, and he gets it in his head one day that he's tougher than he is, and basically a kid owed him money for drugs, and he wasn't going to pay him, so he found his brother walking home one day, and they kidnapped the kid. They, like, took him. Um, so what they did with him was they treated him like he was a homie, like they held up, they hung out with him, they brought pussy around him, they gave him beers and stuff, and then at a point when they realized, I guess, that uh, it was all going to shit. The cops realized the kid was missing and, you know, they were looking for him. Right. They were like, well, we got to kill this kid. Oof. And everybody was kind of like, oh, I don't want to do it. You know, this kid didn't really do anything to us. It's his brother we're after, blah, blah, blah. But the main dude, the one that was owed the money was like, if you guys don't do it, I'll do it. And he was the one kind of calling the shots. So they were like, okay. 
and they took this kid up to a mountain somewhere. It's a hiking trail. And they fucking shot him to death with a with a gun. Yeah. You know? Jesus. And then they buried him in a shallow grave. And then a couple days go by. I think they find the body. And or no, a day goes by. The hikers found him like the next day. Damn. They, they did a terrible job hiding him. <laughs> fucking. So the heat's all coming down. They catch everybody that was involved except for the main guy who fled to Peru. He fucking got out of the country before. Damn. Uh, yeah. He did a weird thing where he had a buddy drive him to Canada and then drive him back down to Mexico. Literally drove the whole country twice. Damn. Um, got to South America and held out there for, I think it was like seven or eight years. The FBI finally caught up to him, brought him here. He faced uh, he faced charges for murder. Um, I think he ended up getting like 30 years, something like that. Damn. But yeah, it was a crazy story about how, you know, people are fickle and they'll fucking kill you over nothing, man. Yeah, I think it was like 1500 bucks. Is this a true story? Man? True story. It Damn. drove the mother insane. They actually uh, did interviews with her inside an insane asylum. The mother of the guy that yeah. committed it? or The mother of the guy that's son got killed. Ah. She went insane after her son died. Damn. Yeah, First drove time I ever nuts. heard the phrase Shallow Grave was on a podcast. Very interesting. Yeah, but it was the serial podcast. Ooh. The biggest one ever for a while. Yeah. You ever heard of that one? It was no. like a public radio, like NPR-ish. Was it like... I've listened to NPR. Was, was there a lot of post-commercials and a lot of uh, Captain Crunch th- themes now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get cereal. Oh, funny. Uh, yeah, I used to live in the town Trevor where the Malta got it. Meal Factory was. No, it was, was good. It was good. Malta Meal Factory turned into the Post Factory in Northfield, Minnesota, where I live. We got a bunch of sugar factories in Florida, I man. Told you I told smelled terrible. I used to drive by that place every day because I, we, I was, I was, I was five miles outside of Northfield between Northfield and Millersburg out there. Oh, yeah. And Faribault. I'm sure you've heard of Faribault. Yeah. Yeah. Faribault. Yeah. Yeah. Faribault. They've actually they've got a Thai restaurant there. And yes. <laughs> I've been to that like, place. Yes. I was I was there once. Like one of the Have you been to the Hy-Vee place out there? The Hy-Vee. Just for store. you folks out uh, there, maybe. they're talking about Cali. I went to a bar there once. Too, Minnesota. Other than that, oh, Minnesota. So I'm sure you've heard of like the Cannon River. And, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, this guy knows. I've cannonballed uh, in that river. No, I'm sure. Well, actually, I did. Yeah. So Trevor's <laughs> so happy. I am so excited right now. Like, this guy North, knows my shit. There's an urban part of Northfield where I never would have peed because that's public indecency. But you go down the down the way a little bit, I realize you know we used to puff joints there with the homies. Yeah. I'm sure I pissed in that river. I just know it. I when At I was your DNA it. will be found At least inside of a in fish. It, right? When I was ki- when I was a kid, we would go from we'd go on the Cannon River, and there was a spot my grandpa would take me fishing, and we were we were a little bit outside of town, but we would go in, and there was a spot like just out just outside Northfield on the Cannon River. I remember learning about catfish are big there. The huge thing is catfish. Remember they had bullheads. And we're not catfish. talking about women that don't look good trying to get you to come already, over to the house. I already dealt with that. <laughs> I think it's men more than that for catfishing. Ah, no, Trevor right. just had a catfish. I just had that happen to me. Where <laughs> was, was it a genuine photo of her or not? It, it was, was a filter. filter. It was, like filter. It was filter. a filter. That's, that's the new See, catfish and, and, game. And there was that's a... The game they're turning it up, man. We're all playing the game. There was another picture, too, that... Reality is Reality is filters and the... And the not. Why would you? Reality's in a harsh. Situation like that, where you're seeking the best partner you could find. Why would you not? Why would you not put? Because Trevor had most, hopes and dreams. I had hopes it. and dreams. <laughs> okay. right. Sorry, Gray, and I had these things. No, it's it's <laughs> hilarious because when you meet a girl and you start talking to them and you get into the you know little talk and shit and you know you're like oh this is kind of working out, yeah. and then you get to meet them and you're like. You look nothing like what I thought you did. Yeah. Like that's such a that is what happened. And, and I think it goes back to the ego of a human being. Is like, 
we all have those moments where we've met a person and we're just like, ah, fuck. Well, what but, do you guys you know, think about? What do you guys think about this? That's something I thought about once in a while. Is uh, fucking the instinct to have a partner that is attractive to you makes a lot of sense. The instinct that is also part of our culture sometimes is to have a partner that is attractive to other people. As sometimes. A status as, sometimes. As a, as a, somewhat of a status. I think it, it depends on how you view Which your partner. Which is so subjective. Well, it depends on how you view Very people. I think, yeah. yeah. You know, because I've always wanted a chick that is, like, well-rounded and can do shit. I think that a chick that works mm. hard is hot. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's a hard thing to find sometimes because most women that work hard are fucking at work or something. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, it was deep in that. We're stoned, folks. It's going great. If Trevor would pass me the the sheet, we'll talk about some topics, bro. I'm talking about some. Trevor's having a great time. Trevor is always the lead. I'm I'm usually the lead. You heard? I'm always the one leading. Got it. Stop being Chris so is, cool. Which is, which is funny because you, to me, it feels more to me like he's the play-by-play, Chris is, yep. and you're the color man. Nah, not usually. Not so usually. Usually, usually sometimes. Yeah. Some sometimes though he. I think he's got an audience right now and he's excited. Damn I it. usually <laughs> write all the stuff down. I'm usually the one that pulls us through. The if you listen to our episode, I'm usually the one that pulls us through. Yeah. Right. So you caught me in an off time. Well, Trevor, stop being so damn cool. The yeah, podcast is going Dan great. Exactly, yeah. man. Yeah. He wants to be a uh, Tom Petty and Tom Brady. <laughs> or wait, can we just be the Trimming Wilburys? No, we gotta be Chicago. I wanna, man. I wanna, I wanna to be Warrior Overton if that's the case. No, we're gonna be no. in Chicago, man. Oh. Nine to five, man. All right, Chris's Cannabis Corner. We just had harvest yesterday. So yes. uh, six plants came down. Uh, we got the mom rolling. She needs to get cloned here in the next couple weeks. But I'm gonna wait on the plants to dry. My last harvest, I rushed uh, drying and in the uh, wrong temperature, pretty much. Um, and what I ended up getting from that was some decent weed, but it did have a little bit of a hay smell. And one of the things to prevent that hay smell that a lot of people run into and they don't like because it, it is the greenness of the weed, honestly, um, is curing and uh, keeping in a proper temperature room. Um, if your weed is kept well, it'll cure properly. But if you don't keep it well and you don't dry it properly and then you go to fucking smoke it and it doesn't taste quite right, it's probably because you fucked up in the cure along the way. Mm. The plant is great up until the point that you cut it down. From that point, it is degrading from every moment that it's dead. You know. Um, but you have to spend the time learning uh, how to fuck with it. And last uh, run was uh, another learning curve. But again, like I said, we've doubled our yield every single time. And now the problem is not... Um, yield it's more of space so we're going to work going vertical the next harvest and i'm going to veg the plants a little bit longer so that they have more nodes and more uh stems to grow bigger buds on i got but, an on topic question for you sure cut in? do it you've talked about how the quality of the plant is degrading as soon as it's cut off the yep. thing yep you it's ever dying. you ever smoke weed that's still on the vine <laughs> so you know, if find you a way try to, like, to do that, yeah, if you try to literally do that, hasn't been cut off. Oh yeah, I've, I've done everything pretty much you can with <laughs> cannabis. Right. I'm um, sure somebody's done it. Like, yeah, I'm sure 100%. Yeah. So the biggest problem when you try to smoke wet weed is that the trichomes haven't uh, gone into their effective phase yet. Trichome de- degradation is a thing that needs to happen through oxidation. Mm. So it needs to be exposed to air so that it crystallines, where it turns into yeah, a crystal. Yeah. And then from that point on, the tip of the trichome is where you're getting the THC, CBD, all that stuff. Terpenes are more of the flavor of the weed that is based in it. Um, but 
if you try to smoke wet weed, what you'll do is probably give yourself a nice headache. Um, you might get high. I'm not saying that, you know, if you don't smoke enough of something, you won't feel something. But it's not the quality high that you're looking for. And that's the problem is that if you've ever smoked really bad weed, you know immediately once you've started smoking it that you've made that mistake. You're like, this isn't quite right, and it's not what I thought it was going to be. Mm. It's kind of like, um, you know, dating a chick you knew was bad for you. I see. You know, if you, if you wait around for the good girl, she'll come around. But if you just run around with any chick that's, you know, just right there at the moment, you yeah, might have a tougher time. But, um, yeah, that's Chris's Cannabis Corner. I think the harvest will come out good. They got a week and a half. We'll check on them and make sure they're doing good. Um, album review. Trevor. Trevor listened to a weed album, a 420 mix that I fucking recommended. I had um, heard with him before. That we've listened to. And we were uh, playing sometimes. it last night when we did Harvest. Of but, course, you got to listen to weed music while you do Harvest. But in the past, we've definitely listened to it before, too, and I've heard it. Like, these are rappers I definitely grew so up here. The, the album is weed themed, and it's all got uh, rappers that have weed related songs I'll say the name of it so it's I'll also put it in the in the post but it's it's officially hip hop's best weed songs 420 smokers mix from 90s rap classics to 2010 stoner hits it's 56 minutes and 30 seconds long and you have a wide range from anywhere from Wiz Khalifa Wiz Khalifa Snoop Dogg Cypress Hill Cypress Hill Kendrick Lamar's on there Method Man you have uh, a whole tons of tons of good rap yeah I wonder which Kendrick song they chose uh, I can't think of me. I know any trees. Probably money Probably trees. It could be money trees. No. Oh, that's definitely a stoner classic. Of course, man. When, yeah, and that was the best part about working oh, at the farm yeah, is that everybody yes. played stoner music. So it was a constant like yeah. Jimi Hendrix. You were getting fucking uh, Cypress Hill. You were getting fucking. They'd play uh, right. Cheech and Chong sometimes. Cheech and Chong right. songs. Yeah, it's always I'm, fun. I'm glad that I always fucking loved stoner culture well before I smoked weed. Sure. You know, I didn't smoke weed until I was almost 19. I think maybe it might have been 19. Sure. Because I was out of high school. And, yeah, uh, trying things out. So the, yeah. new. so the song I'm going to pick, because I always pick a specific song. For me, hits from the bong, because Cypress Hill, I love all these guys, mm-hmm. but Cypress Hill, I definitely Classic. heard a lot of. And when Classic. I was in a, actually in the black metal band here in town, Lock, they broke up. But before we would play black metal and like, I don't know if you heard black metal like Behemoth and that, but. Is death black metal? I, I kind of is I, ghost black metal. I don't think they're nah, nah. Well, I'm sure I've heard of ghost some is heavier metal. Yeah. They're kind Thomas, of like Thomas Slipknot. Sort we'll of. have a conversation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Trevor is such we'll a, a, a metal a geek <laughs> okay. that when somebody doesn't know a lot, he's like, okay, well now well, I've got to teach you. Say, you know, I know a Just little like bit. I, I could talk. I could name a few new wave of British heavy metal bands. They're classic. I know about things like. Um, Folk metal, I like Corpic Clonny. Yes. Okay. Uh, I know about Look some, at his face. I know about some, you know, <laughs> symphonic power metal. You know what I'm saying? Oh I'm my god. So I know the feelings in general, and I know Thrash, obviously, the big four of Thrash. But uh but when it comes to to black metal, uh You're being very modest. I haven't known that much about that. So I'll, I'll make it but by the way, the song hits from the bong, but when I was in the black metal band, we would always smoke weed and we'd listen to Cypress Hill, and then we'd go and we'd play this this black metal, which is very fast, a lot of tremolo picking, yeah. a lot of high register screams. So very much opposite of Cypress Hill, but we were all stoners that had grown up listening to Cypress Hill, so we would always like take hits from the bong as we're listening to that, and then we'd go play a bunch of crazy 
black metal. <laughs> but and this is just a tradition. It became a tradition we did every time, and I, sure. I always look forward to it. And I don't know. Something about listening to Cypress Hill smoking weed just made me want to... Ah, it, it worked. <laughs> it fucking worked somehow. Yeah, that's awesome. That's and it's just a stoner in, in all of us. But, <sighs> but I guess the briefest analogy is... <laughs> Trevor's like... Let me calm down. Okay. I got a fucking got thing I'm trying to say. The stoner in me is that the person, the person who taught me to want to play guitar was John Frusciante. But that's out of the movie From For Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. No, I, I know who he is. Trevor's like, oh, Specifically yeah. the stadium, Arcadium oh, yeah. record. That was the one that pushed me into being like, okay, ready made. There's a solo on there. Okay. Fucking nuts. I, I would like to jam you sometime. I would love to jam. It's yeah. awesome. Well, we've, well, after the show, we'll, well, we'll both play the guitar. Right. Mean, so after after thrash from thrash metal from the you had black, it's broken to harder two brand well a few other branches but the main <laughs> branches was death metal and black black metal and it both they both started in the late seventies early eighties you had thrash and then by the eighties they definitely broke off where you had black metal had a lot more tremolo picking a lot more high register screams and usually they talked about Satan. Or nature worship, and they were usually from like Scandinavia, and it was usually they were trying to create an atmosphere like atmospheric black metal, just like bleakness. Mm. Whereas death metal was more usually more gutturals uh, and like lower, you know, lower register screaming, and they were more about the chugs, like the hardcore <laughs> sort of chugs, like chug, 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 chug. So they were less about like doing tremolos <laughs> and like high keys, or more like doing super deep. Like more like drop, drop B, doing the chugs and drop E and shit. That was more yeah. the thing. Like Cannibal Corpse, they're more about doing the the deep chugs, and they would also do fast solos. Right. But they were more at the the deep chugs, lower register, right, right. and and then obviously there were like some intermixing between like, uh, for example, like Behemoth. They're known as like Black and Death Metal. Okay. So there's like some some mixes between, and then you have like Grindcore, which is another thing that popped out in the eighties. Right. Well, there you go, folks. Well, there's Trevor's black metal history. We yeah. described the kind of sort of bleak sparseness or the atmosphere to it. Um, I was wondering about drone and drone doom and stuff like that. It's kind of offshoot. So, so doom. So doom is more like the stoner sludge, which actually was the their one. Of the first like branch of metal was obviously like Black Sabbath. They're actually concerned because every a lot of people that aren't aware they usually associate metal with modern metal where it's really fast. Right. But initially it was very slow from like <laughs> I, the psychedelic folks, era. Like if you can see this right now, Trevor is gushing. I'm excited. He's oh, gushing with info. When you talk about stoner shit and like I don't know, Black Sabbath like, was the first Caius. one. And then he's like, it all Caius. came from Cypress Hill. <laughs> you also had Electric Wizard. I've heard of them. They I'm were not. Big. Show you that. Hey, Trevor, it's gonna be okay. You'll have all the time for musics. Uh, Let's finish this one strong. That I really loved was 2007 <laughs> McDonald Theater, uh, fucking Queens of the Stone Age. Ooh. It might have been 08. I get so fucking stupidly hung up on it. I know Caius right. became them, yeah. Because of the album Era Vulgaris came out in 2007. Nice. I think the tour might have been that year or the next year. Nice. Cool, they gave us free stickers afterwards. Like Stickers. Usually you have to pay for a sticker set yes. at a merch table. Sometimes yes. they give you a sticker. outside out front. Just How much did you pay for the ticket? I don't know. McDonald's Theater price in the fucking... Then it probably been, what, 
28 bucks, something like that. That's bucks, not sticker maybe. prices, man. Those people gave those stickers out of the heart. You know, those, right. are, those are heart-giving stickers. They oh, said, yeah. you're going to have a good time with this you're sticker. All what would be masses. sticker prices? You know? I don't know. Uh, you remember I'm when you were a kid? Season. I have a show Usually, on Friday. You remember tomorrow. when you were a kid? I've been to a lot those of shows. Coin uh, stickers. You remember you'd put like a yes. dollar fifty and you get a badass. Stickers are usually sticker. a dollar. At least shows event they're usually like a dollar, and it's like just the name of the band. I usually I've go never for bought a sticker from a show, on, so I would go for like a patch, like for like two to five bucks usually. Sick. But I've noticed a trend where there's less patches now. Now yeah. it's more stickers, which is stupid. Patches are a traditional right. thing, Trevor's but now like, they're like, I want the oh, patch back. Trevor's bring the, the patch back argument. It's going to Yeah, I want a fucking patch to put on the jacket so I'm under a bridge Trevor. doing sketchy things. I want the Trevor, patch on there. It's okay. Stop doing sketchy things under bridges, motherfucker. You like, ain't no troll. I like party. Yeah, go for it. All right, folks, we're going to try to get back on the rails. Trevor just gushed for 10 minutes. <laughs> like music. He does right. like music, folks. All right, so we're going to get into our uh, pornography segment. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to start talking about porn. Um, so I'm of the impression that porn has lost its storytelling. You know what I mean? Well, it's a little uh, hard to do that when it's just like... Ten dicks and just book hockey. Like, it's hard well, to do I think do a... that at a time, you know, when pornography was, like, the new thing, it was probably very, like, story-bound. You know, there was probably, like, this lonely guy comes over and, you know, this girl's there and she's doing something naked. You know, it's all of a sudden. But now it's just like, all right, I'm your stepsister. Let's do this. <laughs> very strange <laughs> dynamics there. You know, I think that there needs to be more pageantry yeah, and more story like good, and good, pornography. Good porn genres. Trevor is more of the, like the idea where like, he wants a good scene. He wants a good backdrop. I want a beautiful stand of fir trees. Or like, ooh, look at that endangered tree frog. You know, it, it's, it's honestly like, it's, talking... It's a beautiful thing. Well, it's That's honestly talking like director... Uh, what is it? Uh... Camera guys over. versus writers or something. You know, yeah. somebody appreciating a beautiful view. I want a beautiful view. scene of like a hilltop of ten different I don't give colors a fuck. of wildflowers. I can as find as this chick is just getting her guts beaten in. Like it's Trevor's like, go. I love this scenery, uh, <laughs> but I'm more of the impression that I could see a chick get railed in a porta potty. But if there's a great story and some love in there in the scene, I can get into that. You know. Because I think that that's more realistic. You don't always have a beautiful backdrop to screw in. Usually when you're having sex with a girl, it's like hopefully at your house or something. Or maybe, uh, you know, at a buddy's place or fucking at a party maybe. You know, like the places that sometimes you're in the public. But I don't think you go to crazy places to have sex. Not everybody does that. But maybe more people should. Is that the argument? More like, people should go I to would, great places. I would love to, to have that happen in the cemetery. I'm hoping cemetery someday. Trevor, your definition of good is very different than other people's <laughs> definition of good. Cemetery. He's like, I want to take a goth chick down to the cemetery yeah, and bang yeah. her on a tombstone. I'm like, I just want to meet a chick, bro. Maybe take her out to dinner, you know, and see where the night takes us. Trevor's like, nope, graveyard. <laughs> Tough topic for me because as far as porn, I've never seen it. Uh, never heard it. You uh, never, never seen <laughs> pornography. God I think, damn it, I think man. he's We're been a little sarcastic. I am Japanese. We're about to blow your mind. I'm Japanese, man. I think I'm turning I've Japanese. I really think so. I've damn it. Uh, awesome. I know you're being sarcastic. The obviously. coolest part about Japan is Japan has taken the initiative over everybody board, like, to, to push the <laughs> pornography genre. 
I mean, it's that, so that, odd though how it's so incredibly lewd because yes. in part because yep, but not fully because the government is like makes you blur it. everything else. Of course, you, know, you have to blur all yes. that. Uh, any yep. kind yeah. of pen- whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, it's actual penile penetration. They don't want to see a hard dick a into a vagina. Right, exactly. Which goes into the uh, disagreement of like, well, how did you people get here? It's very homophobic. <laughs> of course. Also, because they don't. They don't like to see gay what guys. What about women that are lesbians mm-hmm. and doing uh, getting all offended? Is that yep. completely all chill? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because people like to see women eat each other out. No. Somehow less legitimate. Exactly. Sexual act. Love between two partners. Be up, y'all. Like love between two partners or pornography filmed and paid for. Regardless. It should be treated as such. It's a fucking job, yo. These people are going out of their way to perform a service so that you can come, treat these people <laughs> accordingly, you know. And, and oh, I really the do dignity like, of seeing a man's hard dick, you know. When it's and maybe there's a peacock and an ostrich in the background, <laughs> yeah, like that right, peacock. Right, right. Yeah, but um, you know, it's an interesting like thing to, to get into because yeah. like again, like again, this is me branching into a different tone of sure. talking about any of the, these issues, sure. like. You guys have referred to And we women. just want to put a you disclaimer to, on this. Guys, not, I'm not being a white knight here or nothing, but you guys refer to women as pussy and bitches. bitches of course. And and I'd I, hope they refer to us as the same. There we go. I like and that. And I think that they do. Talk about that I think women call men pussies and they call men bitches all the time. So it's... If we, want, know, if we want equality, let's just lay it out on the have table. An open Everybody can say whatever right, what they do you want. Call us do whatever you, they when want. you're with That's other equality. women, what do you call us? Because I know you call us things too. <laughs> But then I, I, I've asked Honky, a, I've asked fucking, I've asked a couple women that and then suddenly they have to go do something cracker. else all of a sudden like oh what's over here da, da, da. I'm like wait a second what's going on here I think that everybody just needs to chill out yo and remember that when you were a kid on the playground one of the biggest rules on the playground was to play nice with the other kids mm. that's what we've all forgotten we've all forgotten how to play nice with each other and we nitpick at all the little things that we do wrong instead of saying hey I think that might be wrong maybe I can help you do better the next time well you know? it's funny because when you brought up uh, playground like I do th- I do come from a background of like from in the schools and like high school for example I ha- I was like a kid that the admins wanted to help lead like an anti-bullying le- like thing sure. and bullying in their view was including you know like you know Say, a lot of people would say like that's so gay and yeah no of course and like verbal that. verbal and, uh, right and, and a lot of stuff was you know really yeah, be really made PC. a hostile climate for gay yep. you, you know and, but and so like smear a, the queer was a big game I remember the nineties there's that a was bunch a, of bad yeah. stuff from our school from yeah. our school days and so now like we're this really in- interesting cultural fissure where like I could see like this fucking like you know. Just the whatever it is, left versus right, sure. and PC culture versus. It's, I think it's right versus wrong. People are trying to be right, it. and they. I think that they lose focus on how they're getting to be right, because okay. when you fight for something so hard, no matter what it is, you know Hitler fought for fucking genocide. That motherfucker took his idea and bled it into thousands of people and said, "This is what we have to do," you know. And and regardless of good, bad, or indifference. Yeah. If you can affect people's brains in a certain way, in a certain note, they all act accordingly. And that's the sad part is when you have that power and you know you do, you should use it for good. You shouldn't be a dick about it and fucking try to kill a bunch of people that pretty much did nothing to you, man. I bet he got picked on by some Jewish kids. I really think that's what happened. Some I'm Jewish like kids at school picked on him. So also, an art, he, 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 he also did go to art school. To the, 
I mean, I'm both indifferent to him as a disgusting person that you can just be a disgusting person. I nope. No one needs to hear my take on it. No, I he's not a I good mean, dude. And no, also, let, just, let me, I, I continue, let me let you know how it wins or, or how it ends. We win. <laughs> I'm appalled at. I'm appalled at what at, at, you know, like shit. That's that's crazy today. That reminds me of, of what I learned about yeah. the Holocaust. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even just like that tweet from Carrie Lake. So. People it's crazy nuts, too that man. there's Holocaust deniers and like there's so much proof that there's it a happened. lot of evidence. How the yeah. fuck can you deny? Like there were too many I used witnesses. To love Kanye's music, man. Yeah, now yeah. looks. Yeah. He's such an inspiration, and like Kanye so, West had three or four good albums, and then all downhill and crazy from there, man. So and that's, his that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. I would musically give him a lot more credit than that. I but think that he's produced. Donna was trash. I think he's <laughs> produced a lot more great music than he's made. He's clearly he's like so distracted from what made him. Yes, there's a couple things that made him good at first. Was was just simply the and he underdog, did a song with underdog a broken nature, jaw. The underdog nature <laughs> yeah. of, of everything. Did a song he did. with a broken jaw. Yeah, through the wire. But anyway, I've yeah. heard College Dropout. That's that's the, one, that's the one album I've heard. That's about. pretty. Heard that's that. a good it's one. It's a reasonably yeah. innovative project with with regard to his production style. Yeah. But he was already doing stuff like that on like the Blueprint. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can't really fuck with that shit now, and uh, especially because I do. But I believe in a path back. You know, of course, everybody ever, deserves redemption know? to some right, degree. Right, right. To some degree. You also you know? have to be able to separate art from artists. Because but he needs to show that he has an interest in that. Cause I think that not, he needs to get on his not, medication, bro. He's a dude that obviously suffers from some sort of mental distress, and when he's not doing what the doctors recommend, which is you know he's not. Obviously, he's manic. He's manic, or he's fucking bipolar, or something. There's you parts know. of it for sure. And, I and had you a manic can tell because when you walk back, and it's dude, like, it's like I've had it too. Panic attacks. I've had it too. It happens. Yeah, yeah. I panic know. attacks leading up to yep. it and stuff. So, yep. if I had had a better sense of what might lead up of to course. what happened, and and when you don't yeah. realize that something like that is happening to you, you don't believe it. Because it's not happening to you. It's happening yeah. to everybody else. And we are human. You know, and and often, shit happens. Well, for, for, just for my situation, my mental state getting to that point arose so much out of isolation and yes. feeling um, condemned and judged sure. by everyone around and paranoia. And, we're we're and men. So, like, we are men, Of course bro, I was primed for the, the loved yeah. ones in my life yeah. to be like, whoa, uh, I think we need you to get some yes. slowdown and, and yes. help get some attention here because for me to be like no no you don't get it you no. don't get it well they'd rather have you in their life they'd rather have you around than you being upset and manic and, and you know and that's the craziest part I think I had to realize is that when I started having panic attacks it was more like well this is how I die I have a heart attack and just die mm. but I realized there was a path back I had to learn yeah. to control my world and I think that that's something that people have lost the ability to do is learn to control their own circumstances. You, right. The world doesn't give you a lot, but it gives you what you've earned. You know what okay. I mean? So you got to work for a lot of things in this world and hope to keep them, but you're never going to keep them. You know? I'm kind of heartened because this is the second time I've ever met you guys. First time was at a... McDonald's, McDonald's. Woo, Monday. Yeah. Well, let's call McDonald's. it let's call it Russian McDonald's. What's that called? They have the the Russian knockoff McDonald's now. You it's, it's good nice food. to know that good I have food. a little Drink kin- vodka. I have a little kinship with a couple other fellows around my age who know this community and live around, live around here who have also dealt with some of that. Yeah. For lack of a better phrase, mental health stuff. Sure. Know, yeah. Neurodivergence, whatever. Because and so many things because that's it, why I moved up here. It's fucking. Yep. And another thing yeah. that's cool about it is like yeah, having a space. To talk about whatever the fuck, I, th- I do think, and I am often in my head about what, what people think about the shit, I don't really, it doesn't matter as much as 
fucking what we are really doing here. Yeah. Which is in good spirit. Exactly. We are trying to. We, we are. Tr- I hope that I really honestly think nobody you guys have is offended. Character. I, I hope you know nobody is ever offended. I'm if sorry they for being are, the most. Like, I will be the, the first to apologize. But mm-hmm. in that same sense, I think that if you don't have that conversation, if you don't have the hard talk, sometimes you have to have it. You you build up. In, as a person, yeah, you right. build that up in your own mind, and instead of saying what's bothering you or saying comically how you feel or whatever, it becomes a problem for you. I definitely get Depression, that isolation, anxiety, all that shit. Because when you this spend, is our out, man. Yeah. This is the podcast that we do. Because when you spend people. 10, 12 oh, yeah. hours, yeah. like I've had jobs, like you, that's I, our best thing is we come and wind down yeah. and do this shit. When awesome. you have like 10, 12 hours where you're alone, you're under a bunch of screen machinery, and you're shoveling all day I, I and you're trying not to day. die. Yeah, I cut wood all day. Or like you know, saw blades constantly. Yeah, he sharpens them. I use them. And I've, <laughs> but we, I'm sure we, we've all. He's sharpened blades for my company before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I sick, have, sick. but I mean, like him, I've like him, I've had a lot of. I come from a long history of using a lot of blue collar jobs where just you're supposed to be men. You fucking do your, you, you deal do your with time, your problems, you, you deal with your problems, and you drink hard, and, and you, you drink hard, and then and then you fucking show up the next day. Yeah, and that's God the damn problem. It, you show up the next is day. Is it builds yeah. bitter men? Oh, you're not feeling builds, good. Show up the fucking next day. Well, it builds day. people yeah. that resent their life, man. Yes, and I've seen older life guys has been cruel to them. Yeah, and I see that with older men, so then they want to carry it to the next generation. You can't and do it. Man. I would well, have to stop it. I would definitely like to break that that chain. A little subtext for me is is I don't want to paint too broad of a brush, but uh, those men that come home and then show up the next day, what they what what people do in their home was less regulated before, yes, and that was negative in many senses for other people that had to live around those sure. drinking, yep, angry. I'm a mad child of a, your family. I'm a child misogynistic in many uh, cases. Met, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. that was fucking. I'm a child of two very hardcore drug addicts. My dad eventually got sober, um, and he took care of his children. My mom really never got sober. She went to prison for eight years. She got out. She started doing dumb shit again. She's now dying from her lifestyle that she chose. So, if anything, it showed me, because uh, I had an alcohol problem for 15 years, it showed me, like, really bad, that hard drugs were never the answer. You know, weed, eh, okay. whatever. That's that's debatable. Yeah. Alcohol is a sneaky, sneaky one because uh-huh. it's so common and it's so commonplace oh, yeah. and everybody's socially accepted it. Right. But the people that suffer from alcoholism is really crazy, you know. And I think that in life, you, you got to pick and choose the things that you do to yourself. And I think for a long time, I was focused on numbing, you know, my, my yeah. senses. But now that I've gotten sober for almost a year, man, it was a great thing. It was right. really cool. Right. Um, and it's going to continue to be cool if I keep it up, you know? Yeah. All right, Trevor, are you ready to play us out? We ran this yeah. one about 10 minutes long. That's right. Do you have any last announcements? announcements um, 10 long. That's we're going to go ahead and have Thomas, or we're going to go ahead and have Gradient over here uh, do the uh, uploading of our episode, and we're going to, it's okay. I could be lying right now. Nobody knows. <laughs> it's Frank, everybody. It's fucking Frank. Frank is going to help us later load this episode. <laughs> it's going to be great. No, we just, the, the subtext there is fucking like, yeah, I, I've got my name and y'all don't really need to know. Exactly. You know I mean? you know, the like, man's here. Separate, he's I here do to do this a job. as like a character. He's here. Kind of fucking, he's here, man. And that's all you need to know. Paid. Yeah, Frank. But we're going to go ahead and get an episode uploaded here in a moment and we'll kind of show you how we do that. Yeah, man. Do it.
All right, folks, we'll catch you next time. Appreciate you being here. Any uh, last lines to leave on, y'all? Bah! Don't watch out. It's a uh, frog-eat-dog world out there. All right. uh, Tip your uh, bartenders and spill your waitresses. Or piss on your waitresses (laughs) and tip your urinals. All right, everybody. Peace. Peace. (laughs)